0: Welcome to Just Plain Sense, the Equality and Diversity podcast. I'm Christine Burns, and in this episode, I've come to meet the Programme Director for Equality Policy, the Department of Health, Barry Mussenden. Barry, welcome to Plain Sense. Um, what does your job entail?
1: we've got responsibility both for promoting equality within the department but also looking at promoting equality and human rights right across um, the health and social care service Um, within the department we set the standards we set the framework within which um, the service is delivered but we can't literally tell people what to do as much as many will imagine we do in the government Um, No, um, they're independent organisations that have a lot of local flexibility so we set an operating framework, an overall framework within which they work and, and, and our role within equality human rights group is to ensure that equality diversity um, human rights are embedded in that framework and actually they are explicitly stated within the framework that NHS organisations work to
0: let's just clarify that a little bit further because I think perhaps a lot of people may not completely understand that that division between the Department of Health and the what they see as the, the National Health Service could you explain that a little bit more
1: Well, we often think about the NHS as a single organisation. There are 1.3 million staff employed there. Um, There's um, 36 um, uh, every 36 hours. You've got a million patients coming through the door. But actually, they're made up of a whole range of organisations of trusts um, that will have their own chief executive, that will have their own board, and will have a fair amount of flexibility in how it is that they respond to local health need so um, this is why it's not as straightforward as simply um, ordering um, services to do x y or z um, and why we think in terms of promoting and demonstrating how it is that equality is a core element of um, what, what we're here to do in the health service and particularly in terms of tackling health inequalities
0: so so yeah, so, you, so you can't actually you, you can't order people to do something you've effectively got to win their hearts and minds as to why they should
1: Absolutely, I mean obviously we have legislation in place now um, across the peace and equality um, and, and, and all trusts as, as, as um, public sector organisations are required to comply with that um, but over and above the legislation which is their responsibility to meet what we seek to demonstrate is how it's core to their business anyway how you know, regardless of legislation uh, this is um, an approach that they should be adopting in the delivery of their services in any case.
0: And why is equality and diversity and human rights so important within healthcare?
1: Well, within healthcare, care, you know, th- there's a fundamental principle about equity, about you know, regardless of your ability to pay, regardless of your social circumstances, you have a right to health care according to your need. Um, and if we're going to make a reality of that, what we also need to recognise is that for some communities, for some sections of society, services are not necessarily as accessible as they are for others. In fact, what we find and what some some describe as inverse care law, those that perhaps might have you know, less health needs are those that are most easily or readily able to access health services and many that might have any more acute health needs might find it more difficult so when we think in terms of equality um, whether it be in terms of your ethnicity your sexual orientation your gender identity um, there may be issues that actually make it harder for you to access a service and our job within the health service isn't just to leave it to you it's to make sure we proactively look to how um, see how we can enable people to access services and, and ensure that their health needs are being met
0: now that's, that's an enormous task and if it, if it was easy we'd have done it by now How do you set about breaking that down?
1: Well, I think the key thing is actually getting um, buy-in from staff, from um, organisations themselves, for them to understand that um, equality is not an add-on. This is about how they deliver their core business. So if we're here to respond to the health needs of our local population, first thing we need to do is make sure we understand what those health needs are, that we're making our services accessible as possible. And if we're finding people are not coming forward to access a service, we don't just leave it to them. We go out there and try and make that contact, promote the health services that are available and promote healthy living more broadly. Um, our our health promotion is now something that we're giving a lot more emphasis to our prevention rather than just cure And knowing that when we're talking about getting those prevention messages out there, um, we need to be targeting the so-called hard-to-reach communities, um, communities that we're not not necessarily coming into contact with so readily. And and that's where having a clear strategy around equality is important. So you're working in partnership with communities, you're consulting with different stakeholders so you develop a better understanding of what their needs are and how services might be tailored to better respond to those needs.
0: You mentioned communities there, so how does health now connect in with concepts such as social cohesion and and the wider social agenda?
1: Um, much more now so than before, I think. Uh, I think uh, perhaps in health, we haven't always had the best tradition of, of, of in- involvement engagement as some other sectors. So, you know, if, you, if you're ill, we look to treat you. We, we're certainly a big an employer, so we'd like to employ you. I mean, if, if you're lucky, maybe we're one of our boards. But in terms of general engagement with the community, it's not something we've got quite the same track record of as perhaps if you contrast with local government where it's built into the system, if you like. So, I mean, certainly more recently, um, the health service as a whole has had a much greater onus on it to... to um, to, to engage with, to communicate with, to consult and involve local communities, so that it's, it's those communities that are helping to shave that, shape those services, rather than um, you know uh, what we used to call as the kind of one size fits all approach. So it's, I'd argue that's actually integral to, to meeting local health needs. Is going to be developing ongoing dialogue and engagement with communities, and ensuring that refers to all sectors of the community, not those that are the most easy or, or, or easily available to talk to.
0: And is, is progress being made? Are, are things changing?
1: I mean, I'd say absolutely things are changing where, where criticism might come is the pace of that change we want to speed it up, it, it, it needs to happen faster but um, I mean, you know, in recent years you've seen a, a, I think quite a significant shift uh, in, in the way in which Health services seek to be more responsive, and even if they haven't got it right in terms of delivery, at least make, make, make a, a, a lot more focused effort on trying to understand what the variation in health needs and, and, how, and recognise how it is that we may inadvertently put up barriers ourselves that we need to be re- actively removing to ensure people can get the service they need.
0: What do you think is the biggest priority then?
1: Well, I mean, Inequality and in Human Rights Group, it won't come as a surprise to know that... Um, um, really looking systematically at issues around age around gender around gender identity around sexual orientation religion and belief ethnicity and so on um, and understanding that um, Taking those issues into, into account, um, th- there may be um, particular barriers in place that we have, still haven't successfully overcome. And we haven't necessarily ensured that within the mix of services we've got on offer, on offer they're um, suitably um, um, you know, um, culturally sensitive. Or it might be that um, within our ward still, where you know, we have a clear goal around... Um, 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 you know, n- not having mixed provision, um, that we, we can in- ensure that um, whether you're a man, woman, whether you're a trans man, trans woman, you, you've got, you're, you're able to be accommodated in, in the accommodation that suits you. Uh, and this is something we know we've sometimes got wrong in the past and, and we need to address. So they're just, I think, illustrations of the fact that the equality agenda isn't something that we just want to sort of tag on at the end. It's, we really want to make it core to our business.
0: And what about involving people from those communities?
1: I think that's something where, um, where we get it right we've got some really good examples within the NHS um, I, c- I can think of you know, particular trusts particular areas where they very actively involve their communities and, and able to demonstrate what the benefit um, you know, that has uh, led to around you know, improving and shaping services but unfortunately that's, that's not consistent across the piece sometimes it can be uh, a bit ad hoc and so you know, as much as I think where we've got examples of good practice they're amongst the best we've also got examples of bad practice where we haven't you know, effectively engaged communities that, you know, there may have been consultation but you know in terms of that being meaningful ongoing process um in, in perhaps not achieve that and, and this is where we're trying to uh, make what i describe as um, best practice common practice
0: okay so so where you find that there, there are examples of things that you must you must find things that are obviously wrong and and regrettable how do you set about changing those
1: but within, within any individual situation of bad practice, obviously the practice itself must be challenged. But I think as, as much as anything, we try and um, also um, give credit where credit's due and where there are examples of good practice and people really have improved services that through um, some of the initiatives that we've put in place, through our, um, um, some of the information that we put out, through our, our, whether it be on the website or from our, through our networks, just to try and h- highlight examples of good practice and really demonstrate to other um, providers how, you know, w- what the benefit has been not just for the patient or the community but for the service as well and, and um, it, it, I think through that way just try and encourage others to follow that example
0: Now we're in the spring of 2008 and, and we're not far short of the, the NHS's 60th birthday how do you think things have changed over? well I know you're not old enough to have known <laughs> but how do you think things have changed over, over the time that you are aware of?
1: yeah Um, well I'm in my early 40s so I've seen a few things and um, um, I think there has been quite a radical change even to be honest between the 50th anniversary and 60th anniversary I think there's been quite a lot of significant change and there's, there's, there's been a kind of irony in that um, um with the health service being built on on diversity and being made in terms of its diverse workforce right from the outset you'd expect us to be you know right at the forefront of, of, of valuing diversity and demonstrating the, the benefits of that in practice and yet it, as we know that hasn't always been the case and and i think over the last 10 years in particular i think there's been a much greater recognition of the importance of that and so when it comes to um the 60th um, 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 anniversary now, 5th f- of July when we, when we commemorate that, I think a strong theme will be about um, recognising and celebrating all the diverse contributions to the health service and really wanting to build on that for the future, And recognising that um, you know, our communities are ever evolving and we as a health service need to be all the more responsive to it. Also, just as an aside, coincidentally, it's, um, the 60th the, the, um, anniversary falls on the day of, of Pride in London too, so we'll have our DH float down there in, uh, um, on, in Pride um, c- celebrating the LG contributed health service as well and i think that's that's nice timing as well
0: uh, you mentioned that a lot of issues happened in the last 10 years and that was with the the, the publication of changing the balance of power and and, and the push of the, the, the current government to change a lot of culture so a lot of those changes have happened in that time if you were looking ahead to where the nhs is going to be in another 10 years time what what do you expect to see
1: well I think where the successes have been have just been improving the quality of care, improving um, access to services, the speed of access to services as I've said there's more still to be done but certainly there are real improvements there I think looking forward over the next 10 years the critical thing is going to be about prevention now and, and that we haven't made as much progress on the public health agenda as we have on some of the treatment side of things if you like so I think um, in terms of how we're able to um, you know provide care for those who need it from whatever section of the community there may come that that's where I think we've made real progress but in terms of actively preventing some of those illnesses in the first place thinking about where some of the health inequalities lie and, and been and, and able to um, tackle that head-on I think I think that's the big challenge over the coming 10 years and, and, and it's something just in, in terms of currently what we're doing within the department reviewing our, our approach to health and equalities um thinking about how we can take forward the reforms i think that's going to be a key element of it
0: barry thank you very much